Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer and a psychosynthesis life coach and you're listening to the sixth episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. Welcome. In today's episode we'll be doing a tarot reading especially for the sign of Leo, sun, moon, rising and the theme of the tarot reading will be that we will be pulling and receiving a message from your ancestors to you. How exciting, right? So your ancestors is, you know, that concept is obviously con- um, relating to uh, people from your lineage who have existed as human beings in the, somewhere, sometimes in the past, maybe recent past, maybe long, 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 long time ago. And then they've passed on, and when they passed on, they left their physical body behind, of course, and also their human ego to only keep their soul, and therefore... They have, uh, they have become a spiritual entity, and they have this higher perspective and wisdom, and knowledge that we humans don't necessarily have. And we often have ancestors who are part of our spiritual team, of our spirit guides, but we are focusing especially and specifically on your ancestors today. And people, so it can be, uh, as as I said, your ancestors can be people that you have no idea of, you've never heard about from thousands of years ago. They can also be uh, people that you have known in this lifetime who have passed on, okay? But to qualify as, you know, your ancestors, that concept, that word, they have to have been, of course, older than you and at least one generation up. Meaning if you uh, had someone like a sibling or a cousin who passed away, they would not be included in your ancestors and would not come through in in the energy today, okay? It has to be someone older and higher up than you and your lineage. Uh, so yes, they may come through. Uh, you might recognize them, might not. But until now, it's really mostly just been we're calling out to your ancestors as a collective energy. And there's not necessarily been like an, an individual uh, person or energy that has uh, come through uh, or tried to name themselves or anything like that, right? So just think of it as like your ancestors are this loving and wise collective here to guide you and deliver a message to you and they're doing it through me today but you can also communicate with them on your own okay so this is the fifth installment in my zodiac series right because i'm doing an episode and a reading like this for every single one of the zodiac signs in honor of scorpio season because you know the concept of ancestors and all that kind of stuff and and death and loved one who's passed away uh, is very much connected to the archetype of Scorpio. So I have done until now Aries, Taurus, Gemini, and Cancer, and you are the next in line because I'm doing it in the natural order of the zodiac, of course, and I'll be continuing and doing every single sign as well, okay? So make sure to follow the podcast to uh, be notified and know when I release new episodes, the rest of the series, and I'll keep doing one of these series every month with a new theme every month, okay? So right now we're doing messages for you, from your ancestors, um, and then last month I was doing it on my YouTube still, which is also Neptunian Serenity. We did love readings for Libra season, and I already have some ideas for the themes for the next one, Sagittarius season and then Capricorn season, but I will unveil them when I'm sure and when we get there. Because, you know, keep the mystery, keep the, keep the excitement, and also keep it open for me if uh, in the end I change my mind. <laughs> so, 
I also, on this podcast, do uh, talk about astrology and personal opinion and stuff like that. So if you like my energy, you like the way that I read, you like my readings, make sure to follow the podcast. As I said in the beginning, uh, these uh, readings are for Leo, Sun, Moon, Rising. So whichever one of those big three you have a Leo placement in, uh, this will resonate for you. But for this specific series, because of the theme, I personally recommend that you also listen to your moon sign if this isn't already your moon sign, uh, because I think it will be extra accurate, okay? But of course, you can do whatever you want, and uh, whichever one of those big three it is for you, if this is your sun or rising, it should also resonate, okay? Alright Leo, I think I've said everything I wanted to say about that, so let's actually pull some cards and get your reading started, get your message from your ancestors. Let's go! Alright Leo, so let's see what your ancestors have to tell you today. So. I've already explained everything I need to explain in the intro, so no need to uh, wait any further. Let's get into it. I pre-pulled three oracle cards for you. Um, pre-pulled them, and they're from the Moonology Oracle. And they are phased down right now, and the intention was to not really look at them, but I did see multiple of them. <laughs> so whatever, but since I don't really have much to say, it's okay. So I'm going to leave the one that I didn't see for the end and we're going to reveal them one by one and we're going to start with that and then we'll pull some tarot cards and really get into the nitty gritty. Okay, so let's see your first card. We have the full moon in Sagittarius. Look at the bigger picture. All right. There's a lot of pink on this card. Very pretty. Maybe you have Sagittarius placements as well, maybe not. I do want to say pretty soon, in about like a week from when I'm recording this, is that right? Yeah, something like that. There's going to be not a full moon, but a new moon in Sagittarius at the very beginning of Sagittarius season, which is going to be really fun. Let's see your next card. We have the gibbous moon, and it says you're very close to achieving your goal. Yes, and I did see this card when I was pre-shuffling the deck uh, before I even pulled these cards, like before I even recorded the intro, I peeped this card. And I also peeped like the nine of pentacles in one of the tarot decks, so there's some, yeah, there's this kind of energy right now uh, of being, having worked hard for a while, and you're very close to achieving your goal and really having it all the way that you want it to be. Which is very exciting for you, I love that. But okay, let's reveal your third card to see how this all ties in together. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. We have the full moon in Capricorn and it says the end of a tough cycle approaches. I mean, wow, okay. So what I'm getting from these cards is that obviously it says the end of a tough cycle approaches. So I think, you know, you've been going through some challenges recently and um, I think you have some dreams and aspirations and a, maybe a very specific goal 
in regards to your career or to, I don't know, it could be home life, whatever it is, but something like that, uh, some things that, something about like your outer life, think like 10th house kind of stuff, midheaven stuff, and um, because you've been going through a challenging time, you haven't been realizing that you are making progress and you are getting closer to your goal, and in fact, you are like very very close right now and you don't even realize it but it's about to get like really great and really exciting <laughs> that's why we have the look at the bigger picture card i think that in the moments when it was the most like uh difficult and maybe tiring you know whatever that challenge may have been or however it may have felt um you know it's very easy and to a certain extent it's how we humans are wires and are wired and are meant to be, you know. I think you were very focused on just the present pain and on your own personal perspective and situation of like, oh, right now this is happening and it fucking sucks. So everything sucks. <laughs> and as I said, that's very human. But also, like your SSOs are here to tell you, like, look, look at the bigger. If you look at the bigger picture, and actually take a step back you're going to see that you've been continuing to walk on the path and you're like very close to the finish line right now, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. It's like, look, you're getting so close when you actually take a bit of distance and widen uh, your perspective. Wow, okay. Very lovely. I love to get these kinds of really fun and joyful readings, which is this is what it seems to be. Um, and also, you know, if you're still going through those challenges, you know, this is a clear sign that like they're soon coming to an end and you're going to move forward in a new phase that it's going to be less challenging and you're going to be able to relax more and just enjoy yourself more. Okay. So that's a very good sign. I hope that you get excited for that. I think that you've been waiting for that for a bit and, um, actually I usually prepare all the decks that I want to use beforehand but and I usually like intuitive intuitively feel all the ones that I need to use before reading but actually I just saw very clearly that I need to use this one that I didn't pull out or prepare which is our good old writer weight tarot okay so let me shuffle it a bit and then we're going to start pulling pulling some cards to get oh my gosh literally split the deck at the sun card are you kidding <laughs> the sun and the fool oh my gosh <laughs> i mean can you get any more straightforward than that i think this is why this is why i didn't pull it out before because if that had happened before i would have done this before and you wouldn't have heard me say that or realize it in the moment yes i mean is there any way that's more straightforward than this to tell you like you're going to go through a new beginning and it's going to be much more joyful than the phase that you are in right now i mean sorry about that noise could have been loud i mean wow 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 okay <laughs> this is very fun yeah okay so what is the message that leo's ancestors want to deliver to Leo today. Maybe going further in this same direction. Wow. Yeah, very happy card right away. 
going further in the same direction or something else. Um, Leo's ancestors, please come through today and tell us what do you think is most important for Leo to hear? Yeah, okay. Actually, one of the reasons why this cycle has been so difficult for you is actually because you've been convincing yourself that you need to hurry the fuck up and you don't. <laughs> Whatever it is. Or you've been putting a lot of pressure on yourself or really holding yourself to a high standard of working very hard or working a lot or having to make quick progress in a way that wasn't actually necessary and it was just tiring you so this isn't only in terms of your um outward um circumstances that are, go that are going to change and make you happier it's also about your own uh mindset about over the situation yeah knew it Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. So, okay, at the bottom of the deck, uh, we have the Page of Pentacles in reverse. Then we have the Chariot in reverse, clarified by the Six of Swords, which is kind of what I, I just talked about, that you, uh, what I'm getting from, from those two cards, that you uh, felt the need to rush yourself with the Chariot, and your ancestors are like, that wasn't aligned for you, that wasn't necessary. And you can leave that hustle mindset or energy behind you with the Six of Swords upright. Then we have the Devil in reverse, clarified by the Queen of Wands in reverse. In the middle, we have the Knight of Cups, clarified by the Ten of Cups. Ooh. <laughs> we have the Knight of Swords, clarified by the Empress in reverse. And lastly, we have the Knight of Cups, clarified by the Nine of Wands. So we have two nines at the end here. Uh, I mean, again, and I did I did tell you I peeped nine, the Nine and the Ten of Pentacles in another deck when I was uh, shuffling it pre, you know, before I was actually recording. You have two nines here. Maybe you've been seeing 99 or 999 as a uh, angel number. Even right now on the recording time, it's nine minutes. So <laughs> something about the number nine. Um, yeah. The nine, ninth month is uh, September. Maybe something happened in September. Something will happen in September. If you are, you know, if you're listening to this like uh, in a while from now when September is like close, like within a month or two, that could be when things change. Or there's something be ha that happened in September that is going to end now. I don't know. Um, the ninth sign of the zodiac is, of course, Sagittarius, which I we already did pull a Sagittarius card, and I said maybe you have Sagittarius placements as well. If yes, this is extra confirmation that this is for you, and you may want to check out the Sagittarius uh, reading as well. You know, right now I haven't recorded it yet, so I have no idea what it's about or if it's going to be connected to this, but feel free to check it out, see if it resonates as well. If I haven't uh, published it yet by the time that you're listening to this, make sure you follow the podcast to uh, be notified and know when I'm record when I'm publishing it so you don't miss out. But okay, let's get into the reading and message from your ancestors. With the page of Pentacles at the bottom of the deck in reverse here, there's a sense of like you're not the student anymore yeah 
you know, with this card of full moon and Capricorn that we had at the very beginning, I mean, these challenges were, I think they were very Saturnian in, um, in nature. And I don't know if you were literally going through a Saturn transit. Um, if you're listening to this around the same time that I'm recording it, uh, you know, we have Saturn in Aquarius right now. It has been in Aquarius since December 2020. It will be until March 2023. And you having uh, Leo placements at one point or another or soon, Saturn will have made an opposition to that Leo placement or placements. Um, and that is a very uh, challenging transit. Okay, so that could have been it. Also, if you're listening right now, we've also been having Uranus in Taurus making a square as well, okay? Especially if you have your legal placements around like 15 or so degrees, you know, if you give give or take few or less, a little bit of degrees here and there. Um, yeah, you've been feeling both of them at the same time and it's been really rough and I can speak with true empathy and first, you know, first-hand knowledge because I also have Leo placements around these degrees and I've been experiencing those same exact transits and oh my fucking god <laughs> it's a lot it it was a lot you know now it's starting to get a bit more relaxed but oof, yeah I feel you my love I feel you send you love I see you I almost feel like we need some kind of like fixed signs support group or something after having gone through this but you know my experience of those transits as well is that yes they were extremely challenging and they were extremely challenging and the and also the fact that they were forcing us fixed signs to do a lot of big and intense and sudden and go through big and sudden changes and fixed signs are the the signs that like that like change the least <laughs> we are the most like unmovable signs we are the the signs that like to really commit and stay in one place for a long time now of course in your personal story there could be something else going on that you don't really can relate to that as much but you probably resonate with the uh idea that uh there's been a lot of big changes right now that have been really freaking stressful and difficult and challenging and it's kind of been feeling out of your control and that's been very frustrating for you absolutely and even if you're listening to this five years into the future think about like the time from like the end of 2020 to 2023 the beginning of 2023 like think back on that time what happened okay you will probably um be able to point something out that you feel connects to what i'm saying okay so yeah so that's been happening but at the same time like you know saturn transits happen so that uh we grow and we mature saturn isn't only like big daddy who is mean and wants to just completely suppress our nature and make us have a shitty ass life no <laughs> that's not what saturn is about okay saturn is about tough love and it's okay to dislike saturn okay but um saturn is about tough love and at the end of the day saturn is pushing us because it wants us to do better to mature more to accomplish more to master our craft to master who we are because that's what Saturn is about. It isn't just about restrictions and limitations and challenges. It's about experiencing those things to get to the point of mastery. You don't become a master at something by just, you know, just having it easy all the time and go free flowing. 
you don't. And you don't succeed if you don't fail a bunch of times before you succeed, right? That's very much the energy of Saturn. So I definitely feel that as this, uh, you know, Saturn in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus, I mean, Uranus in Taurus is still going to be there for a while, but as the Saturn in Aquarius is transit is ending or at least leaving my placements alone a bit more uh, soon, I definitely look back and I'm like, wow, this was really difficult, but at the same time, I feel so much more grown and so much more mature and so much more stable and I feel like I know I'm so much more knowledgeable and everything that I've learned all the skills that I've learned all the maturity that I've gained I can see that it's going to help me so much more with my future endeavors and building the life that I actually want in the end so that's really the kind of perspective of like when you look at the bigger picture as we said earlier when you look at the bigger picture that's really the perspective that you're kind of meant to have um if you really allowed yourself to go through these changes and eventually like look back with a different perspective, it's okay if right now you're still in the midst of it and being like, this is freaking hell, I hate Saturn, fuck you. It's fine. <laughs> if you have if you have Leo placements at the very end, like at like 29 degrees or some shit, and you're like, what are you guys talking about? I'm not feeling it. Mm, you wait. You wait. <laughs> you wait and see how it feels and then come back and talk to me about it. <laughs> Because <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> you're going you're going to know when it happens, okay? But anyway, um, yeah, so I think that's the kind of challenges that you've been going through, very Saturnian challenges. And um, regardless of which degree your Leo placements are at, um, your ancestors are telling you here that this kind of very difficult, challenging and a very um, suppressive, repressive phase of your life is starting to end. You know, we have the chariot in reverse. We have the devil in reverse here. Um, yeah. And we have a lot of really fun cards um, upright, okay? So let me tap into the other parts. Yeah, with the Knight of Wands, there's something about one last challenges, uh, one last challenge, sorry. Um, it's like there could be, at the moment you're listening to this, there could be like one last thing, one last hurdle that you need to overcome. You need to move through, move forward until you get to your Knight of Cups. And the Knight of Cups is, of course, um, emotional fulfillment happiness having it all on your own i love that we have both the nine and the ten of cups upright like literally some of the most joyful and happy cards of the entire tarot deck which is why this is such uh yeah and we did peak the sun earlier even though it's not out here um there's so much hope here in this reading there is so much freaking hope here for sure and so many promises for a happier life moving forward and obviously bad things are always going to happen, stresses are always going to happen, challenges are always going to happen. This isn't like, now it's a fairy tale and nothing bad is ever going to happen again. But you will be in a phase where there's less challenges or it feels less like an existential crisis or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So I actually want to pull more cards from a different deck this time. 
before we continue. I have other things to say about these cards too, but I feel like I need to pull some more. I actually just want to pull two cards. This is from the Herm oh my god, I never know how to pronounce this. Hermetic Hermetic Tarot. I know what it means. I just don't know how English speakers pronounce it. Okay. Yes. Um, if there's been some kind of financial loss, um, that will resolve itself. Or you will find emotional stability and peace about that. Or you will have like a new source of income that will... Um, like if... Yeah, if you're in need of, in need of money that's going to resolve itself for sure. And you're not going to have it all just now. We have nine of pentacles in reverse at the bottom of the deck, okay? Because there's something about, like, what I'm getting from this is, um, yeah, sorry, I didn't even tell you the cards that I got. I got the queen of pentacles upright, and it says queen of the thrones of earth. Those cards have a very dramatic little title like this. And the Three of Swords in reverse, which is Lord of Sorrow, but in reverse, which is about healing that, that sorrow and that, and that heartbreak, okay? Pushing through that heartbreak. Um, there was something about you defined yourself by your status a lot, whether you realize it or not, whether you actually think that having high, a higher status makes you a better person, cooler person or not. There was something about you identifying your own personality and identity with the possessions that you have, the money that you have, the status that you have, the potentially the stability that you have, or the things that you're able to splurge into and buy yourself. And I think that there's some of that luxury or comfort that was taken away from you or you, or you thought it would be taken away from you and that was really distressful, uh, distressing. Um, I, I <laughs> Distressful, that's a really nice one, right? That's like distressing and stressful at the same time. Uh, yes, I think it was both of those things for you. Um, so there's something, there's some kind of personal identification that you had with that, that needed to die, that needed to go away. Because I think with the devil in reverse clarified by the queen of wands, um, I think that you associated some of your personal power with your buying power. And those are two very different things. And I'm not saying that that was your entire perception of your personal power, but I do think it played a part in it or you identify personally with it, whether you realize it or not, okay? Um, yes. And this was kind of happening because the universe kind of took away some money from you or some or some idea of stability or whatever it was to kind of maybe even a material possession that was priced to you or that was very expensive. Um, there's a reason the universe took it away from you is what your ancestors are saying. And that reason was because you needed to figure out who you are when you don't have this. Who are you when you don't have this money? Who are you when you don't have this stability and this comfort? Who are you? And what are you going to do about it? What is your default reaction do you feel like you cannot live without it and right now we're not talking about you being in like crush crushing poverty where it's like this is not about this you know this is like i mean maybe you you have been but 
if you if you were really in like actual deep poverty like it wasn't just like because you needed to go through something or it wasn't just your fault or your own accountability it was also just like the system this is society system is failing you right and there's definitely like structural violence around that we're not like dismissing that but um i feel like you were quite comfortable um or you yeah and you thought that you always would be and then when that was kind of challenged or it was kind of like hey maybe you're not as comfortable you th- maybe you're not as rich as you think you are maybe you're not capable of buying everything you want to anymore maybe like you're not going to i don't know keep your house or be able to keep your savings or whatever it is that was like really pushed you into a whole whirlwind whirlwind of stress and kind of visualizing catastrophic uh, scenarios but as i said your ancestors are saying that was because you needed to figure out who you are and to understand that having less uh, does not make you less does not take away from who you are does not take away from your creativity your beauty inside and out your capacity of pushing through life's challenges and create the life of your dreams the world of your dreams and does not uh, lessen your personal power because it has nothing to do with it and that's what i'm getting from this devil card in reverse clarified by the queen of wands in reverse is that because you were stuck in this devil energy uh of thinking that this was connected to your personal worth and value um you were actually disconnected from a big part of your creative and personal power which is the queen of wands and i'm going to put her upright right now but it did come out in reverse because i think that this is something you are healing and reconnecting to um yes Okay, great message, spirit. Love that. Hmm. With the Knight of Swords, this is very interesting because we have two knights. And they're actually, you're going to see, uh, did I mention this? That if you want to see your cards at the end of, of every episode after I record, I take a video. And then when the episode goes live, I put, I make a reel with it on my Instagram. Did I mention that? Okay, so if you want to see your cards, you can. Just go on my Instagram at Neptunia.Serenity, link in the episode uh, description, and then um, look on the highlight of my profile. I have a highlight called Podcast Spreads. Just look into that. You'll find it, okay? But um, your two knights here are actually like facing each other, <laughs> which is very funny. And the Knight of Cups is very calm and has this cup that they're carrying towards the knight of swords and you know the right away tarot that i'm using right now is very famous very popular you can literally just if you don't know what it looks like just google knight of cups right away and then knight of swords right away and then you'll see what i'm talking about knight of cups is very calm just carrying the one cup offering the one cup and then on the other side uh we have like the knight of swords which is essentially ready to go to war and has uh their their sword in one hand and really to ready to just strike and and be very energetic and uh the their horse is also running you can tell so a very different uh energies <laughs> there could be something about yeah like you have two different sides of your personality um i mean obviously you have more sides than that and it's much more complex than that because personalities are always complex but it's like to other people's um perspective a lot of the time you have two different sides to your personality you're either very calm and very loving and very empathetic very good listener or you just kind of pop pop up or snap and then you're very like uh cutthroat with your words and you can be very savage and very um 
intense and a way that can make people uncomfortable. Not, I'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong, but it does make people uncomfortable and people don't necessarily know which... Um, they could be walking on eggshells around you a bit. If you're wondering, like, why don't I feel like people aren't telling me their true thoughts or opinions when I'm asking them why are they doing that, it's because of this. They could be scared of retaliation or of you popping off. Um, as I again, that's not necessarily mean you have to change it because I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily getting like a toxic energy from that. Um, but it's good for you to know right that you are doing this and that people are uh, expecting this from you as well <laughs> um with the empress in reverse clarifying the knight of swords um you could be a feminist that could be it <laughs> you could be a feminist who's very outspoken and most of the time when nothing is bothering you or when nothing kind of problematic or sexist is being said you're very kind of calm and connected to yourself and very sweet and kind and then as soon as someone says as someone says some shit that is just unacceptable to you um you're like what the fuck did you just say bitch <laughs> i'm not gonna let that one pass and you know more power to to you love i'm not gonna tell you that you're being too harsh or that ew you're in cancel culture and that cancel culture is disgusting um i think it's more much more nuanced than that and i'm not really seeing any problems with this and the way it's coming through in your reading and the way that the the ancestors are giving you this message this is just like something to acknowledge although i will say that there's something with the empress in reverse clarifying the knight of swords there's something about you having difficulty reconcil reconciling different parts of your personality here and this is more happening inwardsly i don't think other people necessarily know about this i think that you have this kind of natural um outspokenness to you and fierceness about the way that you speak or at least you're capable of it and you do use it sometimes you're very direct you're very honest um you can be cutthroat if you want to you can be assertive when you want to you can speak loudly when you want to and i think that um i think that you think that because you are like this you cannot also be feminine that's d that those two things are too contradictory and cannot kind of um, coexist within you harmoniously. Um, and you may be experiencing this whether you are a woman or not. I'm just telling you that like, but obviously, especially if you're a woman or you were socialized as a woman, as a girl, um, this is probably like an even more... Um, a even bigger inner conflict for you something you think about more because obviously when you're assigned female at birth you're really being raised by being told by often your parents and society that you need to be feminine what it means to be feminine and how to be feminine and how you're going to be accepted and loved if you're feminine and all those types of stuff right or women who are feminine are better than women who aren't or whatever and <laughs> which is just bullshit let's acknowledge that but I feel like you have difficulty uh, reclaiming what femininity means to you. Or you have had struggle struggles doing that. Because of this Knight of Swords energy that you also have. And your ancestors are not necessarily giving you like a totally... Uh, 
magical answer of what that means to you but i think they want to they want to tell you that like one doesn't cancel out the other that one doesn't mean you can't be the other and i think that they're inviting you to and i again regardless of your gender because we all have a feminine energy within ourselves and we can all tap into that feminine energy i think that they're inviting you to rethink femininity or to think about what does femininity mean to you there's something that um what's their name is it alok venom menon sorry i don't remember their name but they are um a non-binary uh author and speaker and they're amazing follow them on instagram if you don't know them um and you know obviously they talk a lot about what it means to be a woman what it means to be a man what it means to be feminine and masculine and uh what our society has told us versus what versus what it can mean to us and they said at one point you know there's many ways to be a woman or a man as there are men and women meaning that uh every single woman is uh experiencing and living as their own specific way as their own specific definition of women because of their own personal individual uniqueness and the same thing for men and obviously non-binary people but um non-binary people don't really have that like gender norms associated with the non-binary label but you know what i mean okay hopefully and that's kind of like your ancestors want to encourage you to really just brainstorm very freely and ask yourself like if you are a woman and you know that that's like your identity and you feel good about it to kind of ask yourself like what would it what does it mean for me to be a woman how am i a woman right and really include your name and making really personal for you and same thing if you are a man and then to see to just write your own definition of femininity and see how you feel about that femininity when you personalize it to yourself so that you don't feel like you have to just suppress parts of yourself to also be and feel feminine all right yeah okay beautiful the last thing we didn't talk about is the Knight of Cups and the Ten of Cups, which we kind of kept the best part for the end. <laughs> if you are single and you are, you do want a relationship, okay, it's something that you would like a romantic relationship, I do see this happening for you soon. I don't know when exactly. Don't at me. Don't ask me. <laughs> we can't necessarily know that with the tarot. Um, but yes, Knight of Cups, I do see someone coming new, what? Someone new coming towards you, <laughs> or you, um, going towards a new person, either way is fine, and I do, you know, if you are, if you enter a new relationship soon, or if right now you are in a new relationship, um, I see it being very happy and having the potential to really kind of be like your person and really probably be together for uh, a while and if you want to have like a family have kids or have like a some type of collaborative project with your partner which whatever it could be could be buying a house together could be traveling together could be building a business together could be having kids together or multiple of those things whatever it is or i don't know fostering um pets together there could be some kind of a project that you do together that really makes you happy and 
yeah, it's even better because you're doing it both together. So that's exciting. If you already are in a relationship and, you know, you are happy in that relationship for the most part and, you know, you, you want to uh, stay with them, uh, you know, there's not really any talks of, like, breaking up with them. I do see that there could be soon some kind of um, renewal of romance and, and, and sentimentality and maybe uh, going on, 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 on dates again if that hasn't been happening as much. I'm getting that like some of you have a partner who's been busy or maybe you've been busy and so you've been kind of mostly in caught up in the day-to-day or haven't been able to really kind of, I don't know, go on like a romantic getaway or something or give, give each other some gifts or take yourself out, uh, take each other out on a date or, you know, what, whichever your love language may be and that, that will... Uh, come back again and um, the rest that I said for the other scenario kind of uh, um, applies to you as well that this could be really like your person that you're with for a while and that you build something with uh, if that's something that you would like of course so yeah if you are with someone and you're unhappy and you're like I feel like that's not my person and I've been wondering maybe I should leave um, this could be saying that like um if you do leave you'll eventually like meet someone else who's more aligned with you and you could have this ten of cups uh with them okay but either way it's a very happy and hopeful and uh exciting uh insight into your future with that ten of cups which is why i was really excited to have it it's all about sharing your happiness and your success with uh other people around you essentially we're seeing that soon you're going to have your goals or yeah that personal happiness that you've been chasing with the nine of cups but you're going to have the opportunity to share it with someone or some people who are very uh special to you and that's going to make it even uh, even better and even more joyful and even more long lasting so great <laughs> so now i'm pulling uh two cards from the angel guide oracle and we're just asking from, for some final messages from your um, ancestors. And for these, I will read from the booklet. And then that's going to be it. So yeah, it was a pretty straightforward reading today. I love that. Um, at the bottom of the deck here, we have power and intention. Which I'm not going to read the description of, but wanted you to know anyway. Oh, also I forgot to mention it, but at the bottom, you remember the first three cards that we had for you? Uh, from the Monology Oracle, at the bottom of the deck there was um, a card that says your the answers you need are coming. So if you need some kind of green light or answers from someone or something, uh, that's coming for sure. But okay, let's see. The two cards that I pulled from, for I, I was going to say from you. Why do I always want to say that? <laughs> two cards I pulled from you. It's kind of weird and creepy, isn't it? <laughs> for you, from your ancestors. We have spiritual growth in reverse and in this deck when the cards are in reverse it doesn't mean that they're like uh that they mean like the opposite of their meaning it actually means that that card is meant to have a special importance in the spread that if there's like one card in reverse in the whole spread of multiple cards that that one is especially important okay so we have spiritual growth here important card and then we also have inner child healing. It's a very pretty card, and I actually feel like I haven't really pulled it ever in this deck because I don't really remember the imagery. It's just very, very sweet. It's like an angel, and in the angel's arms, there's a baby 
uh, surrounded by golden light. It's a very cute imagery. Okay, so let's read um, the message from spiritual growth. This is a powerful time for you. Your growth and understanding are unfolding at an incredible rate and you feel more connected than ever to your soul, gifts, and purpose. Your angels are encouraging you to keep up the good work and continue expanding your knowledge, experience, and spiritual connection. When this card arrives for you, it's a confirmation that the experiences and insights you have had recently have been divinely led. You may find yourself connecting to particular energies at this time, or even experiencing angels or guides visiting you. This card is letting you know that these experiences are real and are occurring because of your determination to open up spiritually. The path of light is unfolding for you and you are being encouraged to hold your head high and focus on spiritual growth. The rest will be taken care of for you. Mm, lovely. Okay, now let's get... Um, inner child healing where is it there you go inner child healing this card brings radical healing understanding and love to your inner child it shows that your garden angel or here you ancestors right are wrapping their loving arms around you right now nurturing your inner child and encouraging you to unleash your childlike senses See the world through the eyes of a child. There is so much wonder and opportunity out there. It's time for some fun. What can you do to feel light? What can you do to express yourself? Have you stopped yourself from doing something because you feel like you're too old for it now? It's time to reclaim your innocence and express yourself in a way that is filled with excitement, wonder, and adventure. It's time for your inner child to come out and play and to be healed. Mm, it was 40-40 at the recording time when I finished reading that. So there you go, Leo. That is your reading today. That is your message from your ancestors. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it was helpful and insightful and all those beautiful things. And if it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five-star ratings, a five-stars rating. You can follow the podcast to not miss out on my next episodes if you like the way that I read. You can follow me on my Instagram. You can uh, send me a tip if you'd like to donate to the podcast. If you enjoyed this and want to let me know monetarily, there's a link for that in the description of the episode. If you would like to work um, more deeply one-on-one with me, you can absolutely do that. I do tarot readings. I do channeled messages from deities. I do astrology readings and I do life coaching. All of the additional uh, details and how to book Uh, There's going to be a link for that in the description of the episode as well. So I think I've said, and as I said, you know, if you want to look at your cards, go on my Instagram. And yeah, I think I've said everything I wanted to say in regards to that. Thank you so much for being here. Sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Bye.